0: It affects one in every seven people. Only heart disease puts more people on work disability. You are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is Dr. Richard Blau, the founder and medical director of the Arthritis Institute of Long Island in Long Island, New York, and author of the book, Too Young to Feel Old. The Arthritis Doctor's 28 Day Formula for Pain Free Living. Dr. Blau, welcome to the Clinicians Roundtable.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Explain what led to your passion for treating arthritis.
1: Well, I guess it really began when I was a child, and I saw my father, who suffered with arthritis, soak his hands for hours in paraffin wax and not really get any better. Once I went to college, I got interested in autoimmune illnesses and immunology, and in fact began doing some work. In immunology in medical school, I really like taking care of those patients. It's without question really the most rewarding professional experience to help these patients regain function and to restore them to their quality of life. Patients with arthritis are really grateful to what we do for them as rheumatologists. And the fact is, we're really able to help most sufferers with arthritis.
0: Give us the big picture. How many days of work are lost every year due to arthritis?
1: It really is phenomenal. As you can well imagine, work loss due to arthritis really can be significant. The most widespread cause of crippling disability in America is arthritis, and it's second only to heart disease as the cause of work disability. Some studies have shown that up to 86% of patients with rheumatoid arthritis report days lost from work. And this translates to about, I would say, 39 days per year per worker, and that's about 45 million workdays lost by patients with arthritis.
0: How much does arthritis cost the economy?
1: Well, the cost of the economy is tremendous. They're both direct and as well as indirect costs. Direct costs include ambulatory care, disability, and hospitalization, and that accounts for over $50 billion every year. The indirect costs, such as loss of income and other economic costs, are over $31 billion every year. That's $80 billion, which is about 1% of the gross domestic product of the United States.
0: How many forms of arthritis exist?
1: Well, believe it or not, there are about 120 different types of arthritis, and they can affect patients from any age and any gender. One out of seven people in this country will actually develop some form of arthritis, and there are over 300,000 children who suffer from arthritis.
0: Is there a population that is especially vulnerable to arthritis?
1: Any age group or gender may be vulnerable, but women are generally more affected than men. Rheumatoid arthritis usually affects women and usually between the ages of 20 and 40. As you can imagine, osteoarthritis usually occurs in older patients, and that really has an equal distribution between men and women, and it's estimated that 45% of all patients over the age of 65 will develop osteoarthritis. And of course, as I mentioned, children also develop many forms of arthritis.
0: How do you diagnose it?
1: Well, That's a great question. Arthritis technically means joint inflammation, so any way that we're able to detect this inflammation is helpful in the diagnosis. Often, we need to gain this information from a variety of sources. We usually will start with a history, and we're looking for symptoms of joint problems, which include joint stiffness, muscle stiffness, pain that's made worse or improved with exercise, or complaints of difficulty performing certain routine tasks. The examination is obviously very important, and we look for the classic signs of inflammation, which your listeners know, of joint tenderness, warmth, swelling, or joint diffusions. We use blood tests such as sedimentation rate and CRP to detect inflammation, and other tests are helpful such as rheumatoid factor and ANA. X-rays and MRIs actually help us determine the extent of joint damage.
0: Is there a cure?
1: Well, with the exception of a joint infection, most types of arthritis can't be cured but neither can diabetes, heart disease, or lung disease. What we can do is control the symptoms, we can improve the patient's function, and in fact, we can actually reverse early damage due to arthritis with some of our newer medications. The real key, the way I see it, is early recognition, diagnosis, and treatment. You know that the average delay in treatment for a patient after the onset of their symptoms is seven years.
0: What treatment do you recommend?
1: Well, of course the treatment depends on the specific diagnosis treatment for osteoarthritis is going to be different than, say, the treatment for lupus. The main key is early treatment to reduce the inflammation for most forms of arthritis. I usually like to start with a proper diet, omega-3 supplements, and exercise. If we can't get the symptoms under control within the first few weeks, I'll add in more powerful anti-inflammatory drugs, I'll step up a physical therapy and occupational therapy program, and at that time, I'll start considering to use disease-modifying drugs for rheumatoid arthritis.
0: Dr. Blau, what alternative remedies do you recommend?
1: Well, this is really a very interesting topic. The American College of Rheumatology is actually one of the few medical professional organizations that has a committee on alternative therapy. And this can take the form of anti-inflammatory foods, supplements, topical treatments, and complementary practitioners such as chiropractors and acupuncturists. We advise our patients to increase their omega-3 foods such as wild salmon, cod, mackerel. Flaxseed oil and milled flaxseed is an excellent source of omega-3. Other foods such as ginger, Uh, spices such as garlic, turmeric, cinnamon, and basil all have been shown to have anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, We also tell them what foods to avoid. These include fats and oils that are high in omega-6 and omega-9. These would include trans fatty acids, corn oil, and peanut oil. I advise them against the use of foods with high glycemic loads such as processed sugared grains or cereals.
0: In your book, Too Young to Feel Old, you have a lot of recipes. Have you tasted these foods? Are they good?
1: <laughs> well, I wrote most of those recipes. So, yes, I've tasted every one of them. A number of the recipes were uh, submitted by my patients. So, every recipe in there has been tested and tried.
0: What's your opinion about the ability of magnets and copper jewelry to cure arthritis or ease joint pain?
1: Well, there's no scientific evidence that either of these work, and I really don't recommend them. I personally believe that they're a waste of money. I also get concerned that a patient may forgo an effective treatment thinking that this type of thing may work for them and it never has that I've seen.
0: Do you think it's the placebo effect working there?
1: Well, certainly that's one of the problems with treating arthritis and we have seen and the statistics have shown that most things will get a 30% placebo effect.
0: How can arthritis be prevented?
1: Well, prevention is really difficult, but it's really an exciting area of research. Since we don't know what causes most forms of arthritis, it's difficult to prevent it. Currently, what we believe is that most forms occur in patients who have a genetic predisposition who are then exposed to an outside stimulus, which results in the disease. What I usually do is recommend to people with a strong family history that they begin a healthy diet high in omega-3, low intake of processed foods and daily exercise. I also advise them to be aware of the early warning signs of arthritis which include joint pain, morning stiffness, and joint swelling.
0: What's an example of an outside stimulus?
1: Well, we really don't know. I, the theory is that it could be some type of viral exposure. Uh, it could be an environmental exposure. But in those patients who may very well be genetically predisposed, whatever it is that triggers something, that sets off an autoimmune process and uncontrolled inflammation.
0: What are some of the myths of arthritis?
1: Well, I think there's no disease that's been the subject of more myths than arthritis. And this is true among both patients and physicians. The way I look at it, there are four myths about arthritis. The first myth is that arthritis is a disease of aging. Anyone at any age can get arthritis. And how often have we heard someone say about arthritis, well, what do you expect, you're getting old? No one would say that about any other disease, including heart disease or cancer. Do you know that half of my patients are under the age of 45? The second myth is that a cold, wet climate causes arthritis. Arthritis comes in many shapes, but none of them are caused by cold, wet weather. Neither is hot dry climate a cure, although sometimes it does help patients. Basically, people feel better in a warm climate where there's stable conditions, and it's not because of the temperature, but it's really because there's not a change in the atmospheric barometric conditions. This is what also tells people uh, with arthritis that it's about to rain because before a storm, the barometric pressure falls and the joint swells and the nerves stretch and they feel the pain. The third myth is that arthritis can be cured. And this myth has sent many people running for remedies that often prove to be useless and sometimes really dangerous. There's really no known cure for arthritis, but we do have ways of controlling its symptoms. And in the case of rheumatoid arthritis, we can actually reverse damage uh, if it's caught early enough. The fourth myth is that arthritis is just a few minor aches and pains. This myth has caused more damage than any of it because it really trivializes the illness and dismisses this condition as just something more than a nuisance. The fact is that arthritis can be and often is devastating, debilitating, and even deadly. Untreated rheumatoid arthritis has the same mortality as untreated advanced heart disease.
0: Dr. Blau, thank you so much for joining us to discuss your book, Too Young to Feel Old, The Arthritis Doctor's 28-Day Formula for Pain-Free Living.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions at ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of the ReachMD Library. Thank you for listening.